Shalom. Welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the entire Bible in one year, following the weekly Torah portions and including readings from the prophets, the writings, and the apostolic writings as well. My name is Sarah Ruth, and I'll be your reader today. Today is Friday, the 29th of September. It is the 14th of Tishrei on the Hebrew calendar, and it is Sukkot Eve, meaning we are entering into the Feast of Tabernacles. Today, our parasha is Sukkot, which means tabernacle. We will be reading our Torah portion, which is Leviticus 23, 15 through 22. However, before we begin our reading, let us thank and bless God for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Beginning in Leviticus chapter 23, verse 15. You shall count from the next day after the Shabbat, from the day that you brought the sheaf of the wave offering, seven Shabbats shall be completed. Even unto the next day, after the seventh Shabbat, you shall count fifty days, and you shall offer a new grain offering to the Lord. You shall bring out of your habitations two loaves of bread for a contribution made of two-tenths of an ephah of fine flour. They shall be baked with hamets for first fruits to the Lord. You shall present with the bread seven lambs without blemish a year old, one young bull and two rams. They shall be a burnt offering to the Lord with their grain offering and their drink offerings, even an offering made by fire of a sweet aroma to the Lord. You shall offer one male goat for a sin offering and two male lambs a year old for a sacrifice of peace offerings. The Kohen shall wave them with the bread of the first fruits for a contribution before the Lord with the two lambs. They shall be holy to the Lord for the Kohen. You shall make proclamation on the same day that there shall be a holy convocation to you. You shall do no regular work. This is a statute forever in all your dwellings throughout your generations. This concludes our Torah portion for today. Now we're going to read from the prophets. Today our reading is in Zechariah. And we're going to read from Zechariah chapter 12. The prophecy of the word of the Lord concerning Israel. Thus says the Lord who stretches out the heavens and lays the foundation of the earth and forms the spirit of man within him. Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of reeling to all the surrounding peoples, and it will also be on Judah in the siege against Jerusalem. And it will happen in that day that I will make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all the peoples. All who try to lift it will be severely wounded, 
and all the nations of the earth will be gathered together against it. In that day, says the Lord, I will strike every horse with terror and his rider with madness. And I will open my eyes on the house of Judah and will strike every horse of the peoples with blindness. Then the governors of Judah will say in their heart, The inhabitants of Jerusalem are my strength in the Lord Zavaot, their God. In that day, I will make the governors of Judah like a pan of fire among wood and like a flaming torch among sheaves. And they will devour all the surrounding peoples on the right hand and on the left. And Jerusalem will yet again dwell in their own place in Jerusalem. And the Lord also will save the tents of Judah. First, that the glory of the house of David and the glory of the inhabitants of Jerusalem not be magnified above Judah. In that day, the Lord will defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem. He who is feeble among them at that day will be like David. And the house of David will be like God, like the angel of the Lord before them. It will happen in that day that I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. I will pour on the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplication. And they will look to me whom they have pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one mourns for his only son, and will grieve bitterly for him as one grieves for his firstborn. In that day, there will be a great mourning in Jerusalem, like the mourning of Hadadrimon in the valley of Megiddo, And the land will mourn, every family by itself, the family of the house of David by itself, and their wives by themselves, the family of the house of Nathan by itself, and their wives by themselves the family of the house of Levi by itself and their wives by themselves, the family of the Shimeites by itself and their wives by themselves, all the families who remain, every family by itself and their wives by themselves. This concludes our readings in the prophets today. We're moving on to the writings next. We're going to read from 2 Chronicles, chapter 32. After these things and this faithfulness, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, came, entered into Judah, and camped against the fortified cities, and intended to win them for himself. And when Hezekiah saw that Sennacherib had come, and that he was planning to fight against Jerusalem, he took counsel with his princes and his mighty men to stop the waters of the springs which were outside of the city, and they helped him. So many people gathered together, and they stopped all the springs and the brook that flowed through the middle of the land, saying, Why should the kings of Assyria come and find abundant water? He took courage built up all the wall that was broken down and raised it up to the towers with the other wall outside 
and strengthened Milo in the city of David. I made weapons and shields in abundance. He set captains of war over the people and gathered them together to him in the wide place at the gate of the city and spoke encouragingly to them, saying, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or dismayed because of the king of Assyria, not for all the multitude who is with him, for there is a greater one with us than with him. An arm of flesh is with him, but the Lord the Lord is with us to help us and to fight our battles. And the people rested themselves on the words of Hezekiah, king of Judah. After this, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, sent his servants to Jerusalem. Now he was before Lashish and all his power with him, to Hezekiah, king of Judah, and to all Judah who were at Jerusalem, saying, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, says, In whom do you trust that you remain under siege in Jerusalem? Does not Hezekiah persuade you to give over to die by famine? And by thirst, saying, The Lord, the Lord will deliver us out of the hand of the king of Assyria. Has not the same Hezekiah taken away his high places and his altars and commanded Judah and Jerusalem, saying, You shall worship before one altar and you shall burn incense on it? Do you not know what I and my fathers have done to all the peoples of the lands? Were the gods of the nations of the lands in any way able to deliver their land out of my hand? His servants spoke more against the Lord, the Lord, and against his servant, Hezekiah. And he also wrote letters to taunt the Lord, the God of Israel, and speaking against him, saying, As the gods of the nations of the lands, which have not delivered their people out of my hand, so shall the God of Hezekiah not deliver his people out of my hand. They called this out with a loud voice in Hebrew to the people of Jerusalem who were on the wall to frighten them and to trouble them that they might take the city. And they spoke of the God of Jerusalem as of the gods of the people of the earth, which are the work of men's hands. But King Hezekiah and Isaiah, the prophet, the son of Amaz, prayed because of this and cried to heaven. And the Lord sent an angel who cut off all the mighty men of valor and the leaders and captains in the camp of the king of Assyria. So he returned with shame of the face of face to his own land. And when he had entered the temple of his God, some of his own flesh and blood struck him down there with a the sword. Thus the Lord saved Hezekiah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem from the hand of Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, and from the hand of all others, and guided them on every side. And many brought gifts to the Lord to Jerusalem, and precious things to Hezekiah, king of Judah, so that he was exalted in the sight of all nations from then on. In those days, Hezekiah was sick to the point of death, and he prayed to the Lord and he spoke to him and gave him a sign. But Hezekiah did not repay according to the benefit done for him, because his heart was lifted up. 
Therefore there was wrath on him, and on Judah, and Jerusalem. Then Hezekiah humbled himself for the pride of his heart, both he and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, so that the wrath of the Lord did not come on them in the days of Hezekiah. And Hezekiah had exceedingly much riches and honor. He provided himself with treasuries for silver, for gold, for precious stones, for spices, for shields, and for all kinds of valuable vessels. Also storehouses for the increase of grain, new wine, and oil, and stalls for all kinds of animals and flocks and folds. Moreover, he provided for himself cities and possessions of flocks and herds in abundance. For God had given him abundant possessions. This same Hezekiah also stopped the upper spring of the waters of Gihon and brought them straight down on the west side of the city of David. Hezekiah prospered in all his works. However, concerning the ambassadors of the princes of Babylon, who sent to him to inquire of the wonder that was done in the land, God left him to try him, that he might know all that was in his heart. Now the rest of the acts of Hezekiah and his acts of Hesed, behold, they are written in the vision of Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amoz, in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. And Hezekiah slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the ascent of the tombs of the sons of David. All Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem honored him at his death, and Manasseh, his son, reigned in his place. And this concludes our readings in the writings. Our final portion today is in the apostolic writings. We're going to read from Revelation chapter 18, verses 1 through 13 today. After these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his glory, and he cried with a mighty voice, saying, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great, and she has become a habitation of demons, a prison of every unclean spirit, and a prison of every unclean and hateful bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her sexual immorality. The kings of the earth committed sexual immorality with her, and the merchants of the earth grew rich from the abundance of her luxury. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that you have no participation in her sins, and that you do not receive of her plagues. For her sins are piled up to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Return to her just as she returned, and repay her double as she did, and according to her works. In the cup which she mixed, mixed to her double, in as many things as she glorified herself and lived in luxury, in the same measure give to her torment and mourning. For she says in her heart, I sit a queen, and am no widow, and will in no way see mourning. Therefore, in one day her plagues will come, death, mourning, and famine, and she will be utterly burned with fire. 
for the Lord, the Lord who has judged her is strong. The kings of the earth who committed sexual immorality and lived in luxury with her will weep and wail over her when they look at the smoke of her burning, standing far away for the fear of her torment, saying, Woe, woe, the great city Babylon, the strong city, for your judgment has come in one hour. And the merchants of the earth weep and mourn over her, for no one buys their merchandise anymore. Merchandise of gold, silver, precious stones, pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, scarlet, all expensive wood, every vessel of ivory, every vessel made of most precious wood, and of brass and iron and marble, and cinnamon, incense, perfume, frankincense, wine, olive oil, fine flour, wheat, sheep, horses, chariots, and people's bodies and souls. And that concludes our readings in the Apostolic Writings today. If you're reading through the Apostolic Writings or the New Testament twice in this reading cycle, please also read Acts chapter 24 today. Thank you so much for following along with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I'm Sarah Ruth reading to you today from the Appalachian Mountains of Georgia, USA. Have a blessed and happy and joyous Sukkot celebration. Shalom. Until next time.